It's high noon in San Francisco. Welcome to the Burrito Justice Radio Hour. With you today, Saldrew, your guest host, joined by Katie on violin. Welcome, Katie. Hey, guys. Speak closer to the mic, Katie. Hey, guys. Hey, welcome to Katie on Violin, famous for her streetcar expertise, her beer expertise, her jazz expertise, her San Francisco and Cleveland, Ohio expertise, and more. We'll be talking about, as advertised, beer, streetcars, nuclear war, jazz, punching Nazis, and whatever else seems appropriate on this cool, foggy, beautiful day in San Francisco's Mission District. So, Katie, welcome to the show. Uh, it's very lovely to it's very lovely to see you today. So what what is your what what what's your uh, what 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 makes your interest in San Francisco so strong? When I moved here years ago, I just fell in love with it so much. Yeah, speak closer to the mic. When you I fell in love with it. What what made you fall in love with San Francisco so much when you moved here? The arts, the people, the food, everything. Um, everything. The weather's a much better. Um, even even this recycling cans. the the cool foggy weather that's here. Oh, your your mic was turned off. That's why it didn't work. Hey, let's try again. Welcome, Katie, to San Francisco's Burrito Justice Radio Hour. Tell us what made you fall in love with San Francisco. The weather, the people, the burritos, the streetcars, uh, the ability to play jazz as much as I want every single week. Play jazz every single week? Tell us when you do that. Oh, uh, I play jazz at a jam session in the Lower Haight Cafe International every Sunday, 4 till 9. Cafe International. Oh, that's a favorite of mine. I've been going there for years. Well, let's welcome everyone to the Burrito Justice Radio Hour. You can tweet at me at Suldrew, and we are on BFF.FM, your community radio station, coming to you live from the Secret Alley in the Mission District. We'll be back in just a moment.
Coming home to San Francisco, home of the Mission District, home of the Secret Alley, home to BFF.FM, Best Frequencies Forever, home to the Burrito Justice Radio Show, home to me, Saldrew, and Katie on Violin. Katie, welcome back to the show. So you brought us some songs about jazz today. Um, tell us about, uh, tell us what you prefer in the world of jazz. Uh, I'm mostly like the early 1930s hot jazz. I, of course, can't play it. I've been working on a Grappelli solo for the better part of six years, and it's still not under the left hand. Uh, but right now, I've also been digging on the 1960s Mingus protest jazz, where... Ooh. He's really using his uh, artistic form to speak out against specific events. Mingus, is this Charlie Mingus? Yeah, Charles, Charles Mingus. Mingus. T- tell us about Charles Mingus. I don't know anything about him. Uh, Charles Mingus, something that helped me understand his music finally was uh, learning that he had ADD. Oh. And just seeing how that formed and informs the music before, uh, it just sounded like a jumble of notes, but then you really, really listen to it and it makes infinite sense infinite frustrating sense so coming up this is charles mingus with original Fabus fables here on bff.fm thank you ladies and gentlemen remember no applause and keep it down your drinks don't rattle your ice in your glasses and don't ring the cash register you got it covered all right i'd like to um continue this set with a composition dedicated to the first or second or third all-american heel Fabus, and it's titled the fables of Fabus. Oh, Lord, don't let them shoot us. Oh, Lord, don't let them stab us. Oh, Lord, don't let them tell us. Oh, Lord, no more swastikas.
That's ridiculous. Danny Richmond? Oh, why are they so sick and ridiculous? Your brain wash your teeth, you
fascist approved. Welcome back to the Burrito Justice Radio Hour. That was Charles Mingus with the original Phobos Fables. This time we turned on the mics. Yeah, it should work now. It should work. Sometimes when you don't turn on the mics, it's kind of a problem, as we've, as we've recently learned, but that's okay. So, Katie, talk to us a little bit more about coming to San Francisco but comparing it to other places, because you were, you were elsewhere for a time. Yeah, we were in Cleveland for a while. Cleveland. Um, it was interesting, to say the least. We were there right for the RNC, and Ooh. we went as a uh, simultaneous Pokemon Go slash just observing that. The RNC, that was, kind of, that, was, that was the one just last year, wasn't it? Yeah. That was the one where it was kind of a preview of kind of the bad shit that's going on right now. Yeah, people drove in from out of state just to be hideous, but... Did you punch him? No. Uh, I gotta protect the violent hands. You got, that, you got it, the violin, not the violent hands, the violin hands. That is very true. Um, what kind, was it a total shit show when you were there that time, though? Because it feels like since the, the regime has come to power, it's gotten a whole lot worse. Yeah, no, everybody was much more well-behaved. Oh, man. I, I, it's just, I, I just, I cannot get on the radio without just saying how fucking furious and appalled I am at Charlottesville and how uh, we, just, we just cannot tolerate this just one minute more. And... I feel like we, we knew this was coming. That's the thing. Like, you saw it face-to-face, even though they were better organized. These guys were still... They, they, were, they, they were not on the right side. No, and they were told to hide what they were supporting, and which is why it isn't a big surprise to people who are paying attention, but unfortunately... Yeah. And, you know, the, we, we're actually... Unfortunately, we've got some... We've, we, some of these guys are coming in the next couple of weeks here to San Francisco. Sorry to go so political so early in your lunch hour. Um, but uh, I hear rumors that somebody wants to organize a Unite the Right rally on Chrissy Field. That's the rumor that I heard. So I, I don't have all the details about this, but uh, we, need to, we need to stand up and protest that one. That one's really not acceptable. Um, but uh, it, it's, it's good to be back here in San Francisco, though. Um, t- tell us, you said there was some pretty crazy stuff that was going on while you were in Cleveland. Your, your, the taxi thing. Oh, my goodness. Um, so my lovely boyfriend told me that it would be a great idea and I could make money driving for Uber. Ooh. And how bad could it be? He how bad could Uber be? in San Francisco for multiple years driving for Uber. So I hop in my nice little red Prius um, and I pick up a fella who's going to the cabaret to meet up with his friend. And being from San Francisco, I'm like, all right, you're going to a cabaret to see your friend perform. Maybe he's doing magic act. Maybe he's doing ventriloquism. That's so I'm trying to talk to him about this. And uh, the guy is kind of appalled, like, no, I'm not seeing my friend perform. What are you talking about? And uh, apparently a cabaret is just a normal dancing type oh. bar in Cleveland that this guy <laughs> was going to at four in the afternoon. 
<laughs> I really wanted it to be a magic show, and it was just that one was, of those. Oh, that's such a bummer. San Francisco problem moments. Oh man, you're like cabaret. That sounds so cool, but it turns out to be super lame. Right? Like, can I come too? Yeah. No. Yeah. Oh well, that's too bad. That's too bad. Hey, coming back into the jazz. Here's Nina Simone. The name of this tune is Mississippi Goddamn. And I mean every word of it. Alabama's got me so upset. Tennessee made me lose my rest. And everybody knows about Mississippi Goddamn. Alabama's got me so upset. Tennessee made me lose my rest And everybody knows about Mississippi Goddamn Can't you see it? Can't you feel it? It's all in the air I can't stand the pressure much longer Somebody say a prayer Alabama's got me so upset Tennessee made me lose my rest And everybody knows about tune but the show hasn't been written for it yet hound dogs on my trail school children sitting in jail black cat cross my path I think every day is gonna be my last mercy on this land of mine we all gonna get it in due time i don't belong here i don't belong there i've even stopped believing in prayer don't tell me i'll tell you me and my people just about do I've been there so I know You keep on saying Go slow Well that's just the trouble Washing the windows Picking the cotton You're just plain rotten You thought I was kidding, didn't Picket lines, school boycotts, they try to say it's a communist plot. All I want is equality for my sister, my brother, my people, and me. Yes, you lied to me all these years. You told me to wash and clean my ears and talk real fine just like a lady and you'd stop calling me Sister Sadie. Oh, but this whole country is full of lies. You are 
unification, unification, do things gradually, but bring more tragedy. Why don't you see it? Why don't you feel it? I don't know, I don't know. You don't have to live next to me, just give me my equality. That's it for Mississippi Goddamn by Nina Simone. Everybody knows about Mississippi. Unfortunately, everybody knows about Charlottesville. What happens if those Nazis come to San Francisco? Katie, what do you think they should do? Uh, I believe they should fuck off, Andrew.
flashed and the thunder roared And people calling out his name And dancing bones that jabbered on a man on the water And then the ferryman said There is trouble ahead So you must pay me now Don't do it You must pay me now Don't do it And still that voice came from beyond Whatever you do Don't pay the ferryman Don't even fix a price Don't pay the ferryman Until he gets you to the other side Don't pay the ferryman. Use your clipper card. There's no reason to pay a ferryman here in the Bay Area unless you're taking one of the blue and golds um, on a weekend journey. Other than that, it's all it's all automated. So, Katie, talk to us about streetcars. This is one of the things that uh, I hear you like them. So, of course, yeah, I'm a huge uh, streetcar fan and supporter in San Francisco. Um, While I was in Ohio, I made sure that we visited every single streetcar museum within a day's drive. Uh, Anyway, but locally coming up, we have Meeting Heritage Weekend happening on September 8th and 9th. Oh, wow. That's really soon. um, That's sooner than usual. Yeah, we're having it at the first weekend of September. It doesn't overlap with Folsom Street Fair anymore. Oh, So, you know, you can get your okay. sunburn on the boat tram and then get another one a couple weeks okay. later. That's right. I remember. I went to Heritage Weekend and straight to Folsom. That was entertaining last time. I always loved the leather uh, cross-pollination. It's perfect. I mean, there's more foamers than you think who also wear, le- who also wear buttless chaps or buttless pants, whatever it is, something like that. So the Milan trams in the fleet are one of the only things that have uh, leather strap hangers because it's historically <laughs> accurate. Everything else is nylon, if you notice. I, I did notice that. Um, so t- so uh, tell us, you, you were involved for a long time in the Muni CAC, and you're on Market Street Railway, correct? Yeah, I miss the CAC so much. We miss you. Why can't you be on the CAC now, Katie? According to City Charter, you have to live within the city limits. And where do you live now? Daly City. Daly City. Isn't that still kind of in the fair zone? Like, you can use an A-pass to get there? Right. Like, I still have my Muni badge. It's just cover up the year it expires with my thumb. Right. And when isn't that kind of what they do next door in Colma anyway? Pretty much. They have a CAC in Colma, but it's done in Redwood City at Caltrain headquarters and takes two hours to get to on transit. That feels backwards to me. Yeah, so I could drive my private motor vehicle. That feels double backwards to me. And then abandon it for free on the street. <laughs> you could. That, that, I, I feel like Sam Trans has some work to do. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so so tell, what, what is like, what, what's it like in, in the necropolis of Colma? 
Foggy. Foggy. Yeah, foggy. Foggy. Um, same fog. Maybe Carl, Carl is even a little more active there. Um, but no streetcars that far. Didn't we used to have something that ran in that general direction? Yeah, there was the 40 line going down to San Mateo, and it hit up a bunch of the cemeteries along the way. There used oh. to be special funeral streetcars before they had hearses. Funeral? Did they actually put the dead guy on the streetcar? Yeah, they had a compartment for it, and then um, the inside was nicer. There was velvet sashes and everything. Uh, you can see some of these examples down at the Orange Empire Railway Museum down in Paris, California. Where we got car 162 from and is returning back there to uh, Southern California, rather, to be repaired and back in service. Which one is 162? Uh, It's one of the iron monsters that was involved in a wreck about four or five years ago. Uh, Was that the one that was in blue and yellow? No, it's white and green. Oh, yeah, I do remember the white and green iron monster. That's correct. Maybe we can find a picture of that and tweet it out for those of us who are those of us who are on the Twitters today. Um, by the way, shout out to the Twitter friends. Uh, hello to Lisa Church. Hi, Lisa. Hi, Lisa. Hello to um, Ornery Piglet, No Vowels That MC, uh, and special shout out as well to Ellen A. Small Teapot, and of course, Burrito Justice, who made this radio show possible, and Cosmic Amanda, who I think is on vacation this week, but uh, who hopefully will listen to this podcast and uh, give us meaningful and valuable feedback. Um, so... The uh, so what? Which one is your favorite of the streetcars? I remember seeing. I think there was something about a boat. Something about a boat tram. I don't know. There are twelve built in 1934 Blackpool, England. Um, Blackpool. Yeah, I mean, do they still do that over there? Do they have a? Do they still have a streetcar line in Blackpool? They do. They have a heritage streetcar line. Unfortunately, the U.S. has a full third of their boat car fleet. Well, but but they're here though, so that's good. Yeah, so they're here. I have a dream of getting the DC car out here and then fixing up the one at Rio Vista and just having like a quad boat day on Market Street. The roar of the four in a different fashion. There used to be four tracks on Market. You can't do that anymore. Um, Very cool. So so that'll be out on Heritage Weekend. Are we going to see some of the Heritage buses as well? I remember that from times past. Yeah, there should be some buses out. Uh, The white bus, which is actually the black and orange one that looks like it's a Giants game day bus, uh, that'll be out and giving short little charters. um... Well, so the brand is white. Yeah. Oh, okay. Right, right, of course. Um, So I remember riding that one on a Heritage Weekend a couple years back uh, and being, it was a little pokey up the hills from what I recall. Well, you're never in a rush in San Francisco. <laughs> That's very true. That's very true. So I, I, I will say that I went to the Heritage Weekend. I think it was last year. Again, the Folsom Heritage. That was fun. Wear your leather chaps anyway, by the way. You don't have to wait for whole Folsom Street Fair. It's a festival. It's a festival. So we went to the uh, Heritage Weekend, and they brought out the new flyers. No, the old flyers from 1976. And I remember very, very well commuting on those flyers in the late 90s before the current round of uh, the the so-called ETI trolleys came along. And uh, I have to say the nostalgia was stronger than expected to be sitting in the back of one of those things. Those were so light and quiet. You could, if you were riding by yourself in one of those in one of those flyers, I mean, it was silent oh, yeah. compared with the ones now where you have all that noise from the the electric motors and stuff. So, the, so check that out if you're a fan, or even if you don't remember that you're a fan of flyers, try it. You'll like it. Something really special about Heritage Weekend and working with MSR Market Street Railway uh, is getting to share in everyone's nostalgia, seeing grandparents come up with their kids and looking at the school pass that they used to get twelve punches out of instead of ten. 12-punch school pass. Uh, what, paper? Yeah, it was paper like way, way back in the day, Muni. Um, Wait, they didn't always have clipper cards? Right? What? 
What? They actually used Dead Tree to ride this thing? That's amazing. Hey, we're going back to Dead Tree soon on certain lines. I, with the printed tickets. I heard about that with the printed tickets. Yeah, those are coming up. So let's say that you're a, a, a budding rail fan and you want to get involved. What do you need to do to, to get involved with Market Street Railway? Uh, you can email info at streetcar.org and uh, just tell us that you want to volunteer. We have a whole bunch of opportunities. Uh, we've been upping the docent program at the museum. So we like to have a uh, volunteer person there to help interpret some of the signage, some of the displays. There's a full-size streetcar in the back that the kids always love to uh, perform percussion solos on, but showing them how the air brakes work is a little <laughs> bit of a value add. Uh, very cool. All right. So let's, uh, let's have a little Gil Scott Heron here, um, bringing back uh, some of these protest song themes. And uh, we'll be back in a few minutes with some live jazz.
Revolution will not be televised. The revolution will be live. But guess what else will be live? Katie on Violin, brought to you by BFF.FM, here in the lovely Mission District in San Francisco. Before we start, I would like to remind you that BFF 
BFF.FM is made possible through the support of our awesome listeners, listeners like you and like me. Visit BFF.FM slash donate and make a tax-deductible donation today. You can even dedicate your contribution to help pay for your favorite show, the Burrito Justice Radio Hour. Go to BFF.FM slash donate today. Now, here is Katie on violin with a theme that may have something to do with this mass transit that we've been talking about. Coming to you live from the Mission District, that's Katie on violin with Duke Ellington's Take the A-Train. You can't take the A-Train in San Francisco anymore because it went away when they switched the Geary light rail to buses, but maybe one day we'll bring it back. Thank you very much, Katie. Thank you. That was awesome. Perhaps we'll have more in a little bit, but right now, if you're going to get on the bus, perhaps you'll be the passenger. Backsides. 
We'll see the bright and hollow sky. We'll see the stars that shine so bright. A stars made for us tonight. If you're the passenger, you might be on Amtrak. Don't you know me? I- 
Welcome back to San Francisco. The train called the City of New Orleans does not come here, but uh, we've got others that do. The Coast Starlight, the uh, Empire Builder. and uh, No, not the Empire Builder. That one goes to Seattle. Um, so, Katie, I hear you're a beer fan. I'm a beer fan. Uh, Are you a beer brewer? Beer drinker, beer brewer. Wow. Tell us about the beer that you brew. Uh, all of the beer that I make is influenced by uh, transit projects. In and around the San Francisco Bay Area, because of course. Because of course. Uh, and then any ciders I make are made for historical San Franciscan ladies. Tell us about. The, I'm so curious. So how a transit-oriented beer? 
So, uh, for instance, Car One. Car is One. A San Francisco original, just like Anchor Steam was back in the day. Anchor Steam um, was, huh? Anchor Steam was. They unfortunately are no longer considered craft brew. No, what happened? They got bought by Sapporo. Uh, I love Sapporo, but they're too big. They're too big. Uh, hopefully, since Sapporo has such a long history itself, they'll you know cherish the value that they have in San Francisco, such an old institution. Well, I've been. I've, I went to the Sapporo Beer Museum actually many years ago when I was in Japan, uh, and it, it was pretty cool. I mean, they definitely carry on a, a, tradi- a great tradition there. You know, they make ebisu, they make Sapporo Black. But I, I wonder though, because. If you're buying out a brewery, and they were using words that I don't like hearing when talking about beer, like scale and volume, and th- that doesn't sound right for Anchor. Don't touch my open fermentation. No. Yes. You know, you go by that building, and you can smell the fermentation going on, and you're like, no, that's how it's supposed to be done. That, that's what makes it steam. Uh, so I'm, uh, I'm concerned about that. Of course, if they make a Sapporo steam, actually, the, the weather in Sapporo is pretty, cons- pretty yeah, it's a little colder. But maybe they could do they could do they could do a steam in in one of the nearby cities maybe in uh, maybe in Hakodate. So tell us more. So what what's the beer that you make? Um, you make Car One. What are some of the other um, ones? So the Car One is a uh, winter spiced winter spiced. Appro- Ooh, okay. Because Muni started back in December nineteen twelve right. kind of thing. Um, it did. Car One Sixty Two is another Anchor Steam clone because it's another Iron Monster, uh-huh. um, and that comes with a desert sage and orange peel, Ooh. giving it a nod to the Orange Empire Railroad Museum where it spent some time. Oh, lovely! Uh, I have a Milan saison, which is very good. Very nice. Very uh, nice. Good for those. Good for those hot days that you might ride the E Embarcadero up and down. Oh, I guess the Milans don't run on the E, do they? Those no. hot days you take the F market to uh, to the Castro, then a Saison might be just right. Yeah, or the uh, my favorite is the one that is inspired by the boat tram, of course. Uh, it's of course. It's a lavender honey wheat beer. If you've ever had the pleasure of riding the boat through Dolores Park. Oh, yeah. Inspiring looks of just envy. Yes, that's the place to do it. On the J-Line. Hey, isn't the J-Line 100 years old this week? Happy birthday, Jay. Happy birthday, dear Jay. So on, what... Uh, August 11th. August 11th. So just a few days ago. Isn't the J the oldest extant streetcar line in San Francisco? I believe so. But if we're incorrect, I'm sure Twitter will know... Twitter will let us know. Hey, Twitter. Who's the oldest extant streetcar line in San Francisco? Because A, B, C, D, etc. Those are all gone. And the earlier E and F are also gone. Those have been replaced. Uh, so yeah, maybe you should try that on the J. Then the ciders you say for famous San Francisco women. Um, I made a dry hopped cider in honor of Diane Feinstein a couple years ago. Dry hopped cider. Yeah, um, I've not heard of such a thing. You brew up your cider, and then uh, instead of boiling it with any hops, you just throw them into the fermentation vessel and let the uh, oils from the loop limb gland really uh, imbue into the uh, beer. So it tastes more floral. You get it more in the nose. Oh, but I wouldn't have thought of putting hops in cider. That's put different. But it sounds yeah. Put hops. In, why not? Why not? I mean, it is. We are. We're not in the Cascades, but we're close. Are these Cascade hops, or are these hops from California, or what? What part of the what part of the country? Uh, I get them from wherever. I usually go to uh, Brewcraft up in the Inner Richmond at Seventeenth and Clement, or uh, I will go down to more beer in San Leandro if you need to buy a actual thing that you can't get within San Francisco. Have you tried the shop in on the Wiggle? Oh, the Lower Hate? Um, yeah, the Black Lower Sands. Hate. Black Sands. Shout out to Black Sands. Um, I, I've never brewed beer with their stuff because I've only ever brewed beer once and I never. I, I need to try it again. Um, perhaps Katie can give me a demo sometime. 
Um, but uh, love the fact that this restaurant and brewery actually sells brewing equipment and supplies right there in the same shop. Mm-hmm. I've been in there before when a woman runs in from down the street having a boil emergency and oh, no. buy a new inline chiller. And and there they have it, right That's there. That's your neighborhood shop. Your neighborhood shop for brewing supplies. Who says the lower hate is over, man? They've got stuff like that. That's pretty rad. I saw one of the owners of Black Sands in some uh, SFMTA bicycle material in a report a couple years ago. Oh, right, of course. A smiling it's, photo. Of course, because we have to find that photo. Uh, it Right, because it's on the wiggle. Yeah, I mean, I certainly cycle by there all the time. And whenever I take the soon-to-be-dear-departed 7R cry... Um, I guess maybe it wasn't that rapid. Um, I go right by there, and it's a great place to stop for a little quick after after work happy hour. Um, so sometimes you need something a little bit uh, a little bit stronger. So so here, here's Sarah Vaughn with black coffee. Trying to here we go community radio. I'm feeling mighty lonesome, haven't slept a wink. I walk the floor and watch the door, and in between I drink black coffee. Love's a hand-me-down broom. This is BFF.FM, San Francisco. I'll never know a Sunday in this weekday room. I'm talking to the shadows, one o'clock to four, and Lord, how slow the moments go when all I do is pour. Black coffee Since the blues caught my eye I'm hanging out on Monday My Sunday dreams to dry We seem to be losing our black coffee. I'm not sure what happened to it. Let's try it again. We have lost the black coffee. I don't know what happened. And there it is. And in between it's nicotine And not much hard to find Coffee Feeling low as the ground 
I always drink black coffee, but I mostly do it first thing in the morning before I come to BFF.FM to host the Burrito Justice Radio Hour with Katie on violin. Welcome back, Katie. Happy Tuesday. Happy Tuesday. Happy Foggy Tuesday. Uh, Katie, have you ever seen a total eclipse? Uh, not that I can recall. Uh, speak closer to the mic. Not that I can recall. Uh, now is your chance, potentially, if you want to go to Oregon next week, or you can also... Go to, um, there will be a total eclipse again in a few years' time, um, crossing the U.S. Uh, in 2024. But we should talk for a moment about the Great American Eclipse, as someone has decided to name it. Uh, I'm not sure why it had to have a name, but it is crossing coast to coast from Salem, Oregon, all the way to uh, Charleston, South Carolina, yeah. which, is, which is pretty rad. Uh, here in San Francisco, it is next. It, it will be everywhere. Uh, here in San Francisco, you'll be able to see a partial view of the eclipse uh, next Monday, the twenty-first, at about ten twenty or so in the morning. I actually will be heading up to the zone of totality um, near Salem, a little bit east of Salem. So, hoping for clear weather, um, making sure to bring uh, those eclipse viewers. Is if you do not ever want to look directly at the sun, and the worst thing to do is look directly at the sun when the eclipse when the eclipse ends, because then you suddenly get dazzled with very bright sunlight. So don't do that. Um, but uh, were you here for the uh, the eclipse a few years ago, that annular eclipse where we saw it at Ocean Beach and all around the city, and as partial? No, that may have been before I moved here. Um, as well. It might have been before you moved here. That was about five years ago. Uh, it was cool. One of the one of the very cool things about that was that you saw this sort of pixelating effect, lots and lots of tiny little crescents appearing on the ground through the trees. Uh, so even if you're in San Francisco and you're not able to make it to the zone, please make sure to check that out. One suggestion that I got was uh, to get a colander, something with lots of little holes in it. You can use it as a pinhole camera um, so that uh, you see lots of, lots of images of the sun in crescent uh, on, the, on the ground in front of you. So, uh, so check that out next Monday morning at 10.20 roughly a.m., and we can get the exact time and tweet it out for our audience momentarily. Uh, more shout-outs uh, to our friends here. Jeff Piscanzer says, what am I, chopped liver? No, but I am calling you out now. It is lovely to hear from you on the Twitters. Thanks very much um, for, uh, for joining the show. Uh, Chris Bunting, a.k.a. I Enjoy the Beach, says, you nailed it with a strong community radio that I learned that from the best on Thursday mornings. If you don't turn in, tune into Rollover Easy on Thursday mornings, you're missing out and they'll be back. Uh, and Ryan is saying we should crack down on Nazis on Twitter, and I could not agree with you more. It is time to crack down on Nazis on Twitter. But first, let's think a little bit about what does it feel when there's a total eclipse? Get a little bit lonely and you're never coming around Turn around 
Every now and then I get a little bit tired of listening to the sound of my tears. Every now and then I get a little bit nervous that the best of all the years have gone by. Every now and then I get a little bit terrified and then I see the look in your eyes.
I can do a total eclipse of the heart. Once upon a time there was light in my life, but now there's only love in the dark. Nothing I can say, a total eclipse of the heart. You have to sing along to this song. There's just no way around it. Turn around, bright eyes. Turn around. This is BFF.FM. You are on the Burrito Justice Radio Hour. Next track is from Sweet Spirit, thanks to the real We Built This City, who did an amazing podcast about this album.
Come feel the power on BFF.FM. Now here, once again, live is Katie on violin with all of me. Thank you, Katie. That's All of Me by Katie on Violin, brought to you live on BFF.FM. Katie, um, where else can we hear you playing live jazz? Admittedly, not many places. Uh, but now that I should have some more free time and free dollars, I'll be able to be up more. Um, I will certainly tweet it out and let you guys know. Will you be back at the International? Every Sunday, 4 till 9. That's, that's, uh, that's every week. Every Sunday, four till nine, and actually, that's right by the Black Sand. So get yourself a get some craft beer. Get some your local craft businesses. beer. Buy some craft beer supplies. Support your local business. The cafe actually got legacy protection under Prop J. What's that? Uh, they are now protected against horrible rate rent hikes. I think I'm sure there's more, but I'm sure protection. there's I, right. I think there was something about permitting too, like they're grandfathered for certain things. Hopefully, not anything safety oriented. But I know that they. Uh, uh, there were a number of businesses like that who were getting hit with big rent hikes. Man, I wish we'd had a few more of those on hate. We have so many of those empty storefronts right now. It's kind of a bummer. Uh, so thank you again very much, Katie, for that. Here, let's come back to a little more jazz. Here's The Dark Before the Dawn.
Regina Carter with How Ruth Felt on BFF.FM. I'm Soldrew, your temporary guest host, but maybe next time in the next time this month host, too, of the Burrito Justice Radio Hour. Big props to Burrito Justice for hosting this amazing show every Tuesday when you hear the siren. Turn on BFF.FM and uh, learn something new or hear some weird uh, community radio blips or both. BFF.FM is made possible through the support of our awesome listeners. Here's that pledge break. Listeners like you or like me. Visit BFF.FM slash deductible donation today. You can even dedicate your contribution to help pay for your favorite show like this one. BFF.FM slash donate. So Katie on violin, who's Regina Carter? Regina Carter is one of the uh, preeminent jazz musicians, uh, jazz violinists right now. Um, she was awarded the MacArthur Fellows Program grant. So a genius. A genius. A genius in jazz violin, literally. Literally genius. Um, but that last tune that you just played, How Ruth Felt, that was uh, reportedly dedicated to Ruth Felt, um, a benevolent woman in the uh, San Francisco classical community music scene. A couple of months ago, I got to go to the Community Music Center um, Gala, at which Regina performed and Ruth was uh, being honored. Wow. And it was amazing to see a Grammy Award musician, Grammy Award winning musician playing with middle school students, just playing some Miles Davis like it was nothing. Wow, that's amazing. It's really beautiful. That's so cool. That's so cool. So uh, you said she was she's coming back to town soon? Yeah, she should be back in town in November. November. I have a couple of my jazz friends. Cool. Please, please make sure to tweet out the details because I would love to hear her perform. Uh, maybe, maybe she could be convinced to come on BFF. Now that we know that BFF is good for live music. By the way, espresso sesh coming next. You should hear some cool live music in that section too. So, Katie, I, we noticed in our little break there that uh, some a certain individual in a certain other part of the country is being an idiot. We're not going to talk too much about that, but I think we do have to note that last week we suddenly got reminded of the threat of nuclear war, which uh, was kind of a surprise. Yeah, now it's uh, ever looming. It's ever looming, which, you know, uh, being a a middle-aged Gen Xer, which I guess all Gen Xers are now, um, I remember being kind of, uh, if not freaked out, at least always aware of the threat of nuclear war. Um, always aware that you know we might have to bug out of town if uh, if the Soviets decided to uh, to make some trouble. I grew up in the Washington D.C. area, so we were we were really inside inside what would be Ground Zero, which fortunately has never been. Um, so was was that something that happened to you too, Katie? Uh, no, growing up in Houston, the most I ever got was uh, ducking under the desk for tornado drills. So duck and cover was for tornado drills. I mean, it's kind of like what we do for earthquakes. You have to get under something if the building is looking like it might collapse. Yeah, a little bit. Um, hopefully a little bit less catastrophic damage, knock on wood. Yeah. Uh, tornadoes are just as bad, yeah. Tornadoes are just as bad. I mean, this is a constant reminder, you know, when when this, the individual whose name will not be mentioned was elected last fall, a lot of people were like, man, you got to update your earthquake kit because it looks like we might have some trouble. And so far, no trouble, but the little North Korea kerfuffle last week did, did uh, raise some alarm. Uh, so uh, I thought of this as a reminder of that time uh, back in the 80s, but uh, I think we're probably, if not out of the woods, close. Hast du etwas Zeit für mich? 
feinen Platz für Sieger, Kriegsminister gibt's nicht mehr. Und auch keine Düsenflieger, heute zieh ich meine Runden, seh die Welt in Trümmern liegen, haben Luftballon gefunden, denk an dich und lass ihn
Welcome back to Burrito Justice Radio Hour here on BFF.FM. I'm Saul Drew. I'm Katie. Welcome back, Katie. Uh, we just heard there Nothing But Flowers by Talking Heads, a reminder that we can always get back to nature if uh, things in the real world seem a little harsh. And they, they do feel a little harsh right now. Um, and uh, we're not talking live news today, but if you see what's going on with uh, with the regime, it doesn't look real pleasant right now. So um, make sure to make sure to get involved and particularly protest those Nazis when they come up. Um, we already played Nazi punks fuck off, but I recommend everyone get that song. Um, so Katie, you're back in San Francisco from Cleveland. You came back just in time for the Golden State Warriors to, to win a title. I, I feel you brought the title with you. In fact, you did because they won the title. Cleveland won the title when you were there, and then Golden State won the title when you came back. So uh, how'd you do it? Uh, we're guessing that the cats are the good luck charms? I think so. <laughs> the cats specifically. The cats beat the calves every time. Unfortunately, last year I didn't have a Warriors t-shirt, so an It's It's t-shirt was as close as I could get, but I still wore it proudly to the Oracle Arena. Well done. Well done. Well, and I, I think that, uh, you know, we should all be very proud of what the Warriors did. We've got a new season coming up uh, shortly. Uh, but so, Katie, when you came back to the Golden State, what is, what is something that you were really impressed with upon your return that you didn't notice before? Humpback whales off the bridge. Humpback whales off the bridge? What, they go up on the bridge and jump? No, um, I'd never been able to view the humpback whales feeding underneath the Golden Gate Bridge. Are you kidding me? It was life-changing to see. Are they there right now? Uh, or often? I haven't seen them lately, but uh, they are usually out with the warm weather, so they can catch all those fat sardines. Fat sardines in warm weather. So, 
we I've seen a lot of whales on the coast, like from Santa Cruz and uh, what's that little town, Davenport, and of course Monterey. But I, I, I've heard rumor that they also came into the bay, but I've never actually seen them. So you actually you went up on the bridge and saw them live. Yeah, there were uh, six to eight whales the day I was out. Uh, a little baby whale and then three larger ones, and they were just lunge feeding and having fun in the bay. It seemed great. Wow, that's amazing. Well, the whole recovery of the whales is is really one of the great stories of kind of modern conservation because I remember Save the Whales back when we were kids. People thought the whales weren't going to survive, not just because of, of being hunted, but also because of pollution off the coast. And I mean, I don't think we were really thinking global warming at the time. Star Trek IV was dangerously close to a documentary. I remember that in Star Trek IV. That's right. Um, has global warming helped the whales? I do note that in recent years, we've seen a lot more at the same time that post the last El Nino, we've seen much warmer um, ocean water off the West Coast. Right. So it's kind of like a beautiful, horrible symptom. Uh, right. Like the Valella Valella. Do you remember those? The little, the weird little, um, they're like tiny little Portuguese man that come up on the beach on hot days. But every time there's an El Nino, we see them on Ocean Beach. So, well, I'm glad to see that the whales have come back. Anything else that has really wowed you or been a bummer? Not yet so far, knock on wood. Knock on, well, been, no bummers, no bummers. I've been thrilled to be back in San Francisco. We're, I can't tell you how thrilled we are for you to be back in San Francisco. We need to find a way. Do we need to do a charter amendment to legalize Katie? Legalize Daily City. Legalize Daily City, because we need you back on the CAC. Frankly, you should be the director. We need we need some leadership at Muni. I'm still trying to carve out that boat czar position. The boat czar. I, I support I support a decision to enable a boat czar and and specifically authorize the boat czar in the city charter. We we've authorized. Uh, some of you know that um, I was an author of Prop E that created the MTA years ago, and there were quite a few specific things in the charter that authorized, for example specific cable car routes. These cable car routes are enshrined in the charter. We didn't change that, by the way, because we, we thought, yeah, this is good. We need these cable car routes. Um, so perhaps we could do the same thing. You know, we established all sorts of rules around the CAC, so surely we could write one more. Um, what's something that you miss from Cleveland? The beer scene. The beer scene. But I thought the beer scene here was great. Tell me what's different about the Cleveland beer scene. There are a lot more smaller manufacturers in Cleveland, partly because it is a lot cheaper to barrel age something in Illyria rather than San Mateo. The I get that. Cost difference a little bit. Just the, just um, the land, utilities, labor, everything, all the things you would have to pay for as a small business? Yeah, there aren't that many uh, rusted out warehouses here that you can still convert over. There's more than enough in Cleveland. to. No, the rusted out warehouses are pretty much all like fancy offices full of, you know, B- BYO dogs. Yeah, come sleep in tell. this unair conditioned loft. Yeah, exa- right. Exactly. Exactly. So that's true. If you wanted to start a new brewery in the Bay Area today... Where would you do it? It's kind of hard to find a space. Maybe mid like Vallejo or Richmond or somewhere like that. Well, uh, there's Drake's out in San Leandro, right behind the only Walmart in the Bay Area. Drake's, that's right. I didn't realize there was a Walmart there. I need to make sure not to visit it. But Drake's is in San Leandro. Yeah, that's they have that. They have their pub in Oakland, but they don't brew there, do they? No, that's a brew pub. It's a uh, Drake's at the auto dealership. Oh, they, do something. they brew there? No. No. Okay. But yeah, that I've been to that one, Drake's at the auto dealership, but I didn't realize they were in San Leandro. What is a great beer you can get in Cleveland that you can't get here? There were, oh my goodness, 
Great Lakes Brewing Company. I got to work for them as a tour guide for a little bit before we found an apartment and I quit after three weeks. Uh, anyway. But during that time. During that beautiful time uh, when I got to lead Brewhouse Tours, they have this one Christmas ale that is specifically worldwide known um, in the Gift of the Magi type uh, situation this Christmas. My boyfriend and I both shipped some from Cleveland out to California for each other. But it's a really special beer. It's up there along with a Anchor Christmas. Wow. And so I'd go home every night and my hair would smell like malt and cinnamon and ginger. And yeah, I really miss that. About oh Cleveland. my goodness. Do they distribute that in the uh, in the Bay Area? No, they don't. Uh, only the states touching the Great Lakes, pretty much. Only the states touching. So if I go back to like Michigan or somewhere, I could maybe get Definitely. that. Definitely. Okay. And then uh, although some people might like to rag on Cleveland, um, in 1969, when the river did catch on fire for the very last time... Uh, that's what started up the EPA and the Clean Water Act and kind of a grassroots effort to protect our environment again. Oh, And so okay. Great Lakes has a whole bunch of uh, really good fundraisers throughout the year to protect the Great Lakes and give money to the watershed research programs. I remember the at one time, didn't the Lorax refer to Lake Erie as a really as, as like being a total mess and other? I mean, I remember the Great Lakes being pretty polluted, but they're much better now. Yeah, and they have 20% of the world's fresh water. What? I believe. There's some huge amount of it. That's a huge amount of fresh water. I, I lived in Michigan for a time. So, you know, we were by, I was in Ann Arbor. So we were sort of halfway between Michigan and Huron. And we heard some of that, but I don't remember the 20% number. Yeah, don't quote me on that. I uh, only trained there uh, for three I'm gonna weeks. I'm going to tweet it right now. And every, everybody listening, retweet Katie's quote about 20% of the fresh water in the world being in the Great Lakes, whether it's right or not. Um, they have a subway, don't they? They used to. Um, they give tours of it in the uh, Veterans Memorial Bridge, but of course, the one year I lived there, the RNC shut down said tours of the subway system. Um, wait, they, they, there's an active subway in, in Cleveland, isn't there? Oh, yeah, there is. It's really sad. Um, You're thinking we, Cincinnati. No, There's an abandoned underground Cleveland subway as well. Oh, wow, I didn't know. Separately that. from the one that does So run. there is one, but they built more of it than they didn't. It was, was it like the one, I think it was Rochester, where they built it and never used it? That was Cincinnati. That was Cincinnati. That's so weird. You build it and never use it. That's bizarre. I hope they don't do that to the Transbay Terminal. I think they have parties in there sometimes. Oh, okay, cool. So what was the... It was this... Was the, uh, a piece of subway that they just never finished? What happened? Uh, it ran for a time, and then Roger Rabbit was a documentary. I, I remember Roger Rabbit. Uh, so it's a similar... Cars took over. And they never, they never brought it back. Correct. Uh, they do have the little waterfront line now that has been since replaced by buses, because they're trying to revitalize this one area of Cleveland. It's just not catching on. Is it like those weird modern streetcars where you have to watch out for them on if you're riding a bike? Yes. Oh, yeah, those are weird. But uh, funnily enough, coming home from the Cavs Warrior Parade, um, there was room to sit on the train, but men didn't want to sit next to other men. So it's just huh? like an entire aisle of hedgehogs and then standing room only. Because what? The men are afraid of other men? I can't have my thighs touch another person. It's too close. I, Meanwhile, I'm just. I can't about imagine the possibly living like that in any city in the world. There's too much room. There's too much room. Well, I mean, it's it's spacious out there in Ohio. Yeah. Um, but uh, but much 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 better to come back here and, and experience the experience uh, California. I think you made you made the right choice. Absolutely. Yeah. So we are coming to the end of our. Burrito Justice Radio Hour. Uh, special shout out to El Castillito Burritos, which we enjoyed um, at 17th and Mission. Please make sure to check them out. Uh, shout out to all of our followers and uh, listeners, including Lily, Scott, Novells, Mac, Jeff Piscanzer, uh, Cosmic, Amanda, Andrew Davidson, Lisa Church, 
Nora, I rock, I roll, Walker, uh, Renee Crawshaw, and more. Um, please make sure to stick around for Espresso Sesh, which is coming up in just a few minutes' time. Uh, so, and uh, please, please make sure to join me in welcoming Katie once more back to the Golden State. Yeah, thank you. <laughs>